section three of the natural history volume six this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the natural history volume six by pliny the elder translated by john bostock and henry thomas riley section three book twenty six chapters forty nine to seventy chapter forty nine remedies for calculi and diseases of the bladder for diseases of the bladder and calculi affections which as already observed produce the most excruciating torments polemonia is highly efficacious taken in wine agaric also in leaves or root of plantago taken in raisin wine petoni too is very good as already observed when speaking of diseases of the liver this last plant is used also for hernia applied topically or taken in drink it is remarkably efficacious too for strangury for calculi some persons recommend betony vervain and milfoil in equal proportions in water as a sovereign remedy it is universally agreed that titany is curative of strangury and that the same is the case with sanfoil boiled down to one-third in wine this last plant is very useful too taken internally and applied topically for rupture of the groin the upper part of the root of ziphion has a diuretic effect upon infants it is administered also in water for rupture of the groin and is applied topically for diseases of the bladder juice of pusidanum is employed for hernia in infants and cilion is used as an application in cases of umbilical hernia the two kinds of anagallus are diuretic and a similar effect is produced by a decoction of root of acheron or the plant itself bruised and taken in drink this last is good too for all affections of the bladder both the stem and root of cotyledon are used for the cure of calculi and for all inflammations of the genitals myrrh is mixed in equal proportions with the stem and seed the more tender leaves of ebulum beaten up and taken with wine expel calculi of the bladder and an application of them is curative of diseases of the testes a rigoron with powdered frankincense and sweet wine is curative of inflammation of the testes and roots of symphytum applied topically reduces rupture of the groin the white hypocisthus is curative of corroding ulcers of the genitals artemisia is prescribed also in sweet wine for the cure of calculi and of strangury and root of nymphia heraclea taken in wine allays pains in the bladder chapter fifty crethmos eleven remedies catchery a similar property belongs also to crethmos a plant highly praised by hippocrates this is one of the wild plants that are commonly eaten at all events we find callimachus mentioning it as one of the viands set on table by the peasant hecale 
it is a species of garden battis with a stem a palm in height and a hot seed odoriferous like that of libanotis and round when dried the seed bursts asunder and discloses in the interior a white kernel known as catchery to some the leaf is unctuous and of a whitish colour like that of the olive only thicker and of a saltish taste the roots are three or four in number and about a finger in thickness the plant grows in rocky localities upon the seashore it is eaten raw or else boiled with cabbage and has a pleasant aromatic flavour it is preserved also in brine this plant is particularly useful for strangury the leaves stem or root being taken in wine it improves the complexion of the skin also but if taken in excess is very apt to produce flatulency used in the form of a decoction it relaxes the bowels has a diuretic effect and carries off the humours from the kidneys the same is the case also with alkia dried and powdered and taken in wine it removes strangury and with the addition of daucus is still more efficacious it is good too for the spleen and is taken in drink as an antidote to the venom of serpents mixed with their barley it is remarkably beneficial for beasts of burden when suffering from pituitous deflections or strangury chapter fifty one the anthilion two remedies the anthilus two remedies the anthilion is a plant very like the lentil taken in wine it is remedial for diseases of the bladder and arrests hemorrhage another variety of it is the anthilus a plant resembling the camipitus with a purple flower a powerful smell and a root like that of endive chapter fifty two capia one remedy the plant known as capia is even more efficacious it resembles purslane in appearance but has a darker root that is never used it grows upon the sands of the seashore and has a bitter taste taken in wine with root of asparagus it is remarkably useful for diseases of the bladder chapter fifty three hypericon chamapitus or corison nine remedies hypericon otherwise known as the chamipitus or corison is possessed of similar properties it is a plant with a stem like that of a garden vegetable thin red and a cubit in length the leaf is similar to that of rue and has an acrid smell the seed is enclosed in a swarthy pod and ripens at the same time as barley this seed is of an astringent nature arrests diarrhoea and acts as a diuretic it is taken also for diseases of the bladder in wine chapter fifty four keros or hypericon ten remedies there is another hypericon also known as keros by some the leaves of it resemble those of the tamarics beneath which it grows but are more unctuous and not so red it is an odoriferous plant somewhat more than a palm in height of a sweet flavour and slightly pungent the seed is of a warming nature and is consequently productive of eructations it is not however injurious to the stomach this plant is particularly useful for strangury provided the bladder be not ulcerated taken in wine it is curative a pleurisy also chapter fifty five the calithrix one remedy the perpressa one remedy the chrysanthemum one remedy the anthemus one remedy 
calithrix beaten up with cumin seed and administered in white wine is useful also for diseases of the bladder leaves of vervain boiled down to one-third or root of vervain in warm honeyed wine expel calculi of the bladder perpressa a plant which grows in the vicinity of aretium and in illyricum is boiled down to one-third in three hemini of water and the decoction taken in drink the same too with trefoil which is administered in wine and the same with the chrysanthemum the anthemus also is an expellent of calculi it is a plant with five small leaves running from the root two long stems and a flower like a rose the roots of it are pounded and administered alone in the same way as raw laver chapter fifty six Sileus, one remedy Sileus is a plant which grows in running streams with a gravelly bed it bears some resemblance to parsley and is a cubit in height it is cooked in the same manner as the acid vegetables and is of great utility for affections of the bladder in cases where that organ is affected with eruptions it is used in combination with root of panaces a plant which is otherwise bad for the bladder the erratic apple too is expellent of calculi for this purpose a pound of the root is boiled down to one-half in a congeus of wine and one hemina of the decoction is taken for three consecutive days the remainder being taken in wine with siam sea nettle is employed too for the same purpose daucus and seed of plantago in wine chapter fifty seven the plant of fulvius the plant of fulvius too so called from the first discoverer of it and well known to herbalists bruised in wine acts as a diuretic chapter fifty eight remedies for diseases of the testes and of the fundament scordion reduces swelling of the testes henbane is curative of diseases of the generative organs strangury is cured by juice of pusidanum taken with honey as also by the seed of that plant agaric is also used for the same purpose taken in doses of three oboli in one cayanthus of old wine root of trefoil in doses of two drachmae in wine and root or seed of daucus in doses of one drachma for the cure of sciatica the seed and leaves of erythrodanum are used pounded panaceas taken in drink polemonia employed as a friction and leaves of aristolochia in the form of decoction agaric taken in doses of three oboli in one cayanthus of old wine is curative of affections of the tendon known as platus and of pains in the shoulders sangfoil is either taken in drink or applied topically for the cure of sciatica a decoction of scammony is used also with barley meal and the seed of either kind of hypericon is taken in wine for diseases of the fundament and for excoriations plantago is remarkably efficacious for condolomata sangfoil and for procadence of the rectum root of cyclaminos applied in vinegar the blue anagallis reduces procedence of the rectum while on the contrary that with a red flower has a tendency to bear it down cotyledon is a marvellous cure for condylomatous affections and piles and root of acheron boiled in wine and beaten up is a good application for swelling of the testes according to what cato says those who carry about them pontic wormwood 
will never experience chafing between the thighs nine some persons add pennyroyal to the number of these plants gathered fasting they say and attached to the hinder part of the body it will be an effectual preservative against all pains in the groin and will allay them in cases where they already exist chapter fifty nine inguinalis or argamo inguinalis again or as some persons call it argamo a plant commonly found growing in bushes and thickets needs only to be held in the hand to be productive of beneficial effects upon the groin chapter sixty remedies for inflamed tumors cryocipios one remedy panaceas applied with honey heals inflammatory tumors an effect which is equally produced by plantago applied with salt sanfoil root of persilata used in the same way as for scrofula damasonian also and verbascan pounded with the root and then sprinkled with wine and wrapped in a leaf warmed upon ashes and applied hot persons of experience in these matters have asserted that it is of primary importance that the application should be made by a maiden as also that she must be naked at the time and fasting the patient must be fasting too and the damsel must say touching him with the back of her hand apollo forbids that a disease shall increase which a naked virgin restrains so saying she must withdraw her hand and repeat to the above effect three times both of them spitting upon the ground each time root two of mandragora is used for this purpose with water a decoction of root of scammerne with honey sideritis beaten up with stale grease horehound with stale axle grease or cryocipius a plant which owes its name to its discoverer with pulpy figs chapter sixty one ten aphrodisiacs and antaphrodisiacs nymphia heraclea used as already stated acts most powerfully as an antaphrodisiac the same too if taken once every forty days in drink taken in drink fasting or eaten with the food it effectually prevents the recurrence of libidinous dreams the root too used in the form of a liniment and applied to the generative organs not only represses all prurient desires but arrests the seminal secretions as well for which reason it is said to have a tendency to make flesh and to improve the voice the upper part of the root of ziphion taken in wine acts as an aphrodisiac the same is the case too with the wild crethmos or agrios as it is called and with orminum beaten up with polenta chapter sixty two the orchis or serapius five medicinal properties satyrion but there are few plants of so marvellous a nature as the orchis or serapius a vegetable production with leaves like those of the leek a stem a palm in height a purple flower and a twofold root formed of the tuberosities which resemble the testes in appearance the larger of these tuberosities or as some say the harder of the two taken in water is provocative of lust while the smaller or in other words the softer one taken in goat's milk acts as an antaphrodisiac some persons describe this plant as having a leaf like that of the squill only smoother and softer and a prickly stem the roots heal ulcerations of the mouth and are curative of pituitous discharges from the chest taken in wine they act astringently upon the bowels satyrion is also a powerful stimulant there are two kinds of it 
the first has leaves like those of the olive but longer a stem four fingers in length a purple flower and a double root resembling the human testes in shape this root swells and increases in volume one year and resumes its original size the next the other kind is known as the satyrios orcus and is supposed to be the female plant it is distinguished from the former one by the distance between its joints and its more branchy and shrub-like form the root is employed in filters and it is mostly found growing near the sea beaten up and applied with polenta or by itself it heals tumours and various other affections of the generative organs the root of the first kind administered in the milk of a colonic sheep causes tantigo taken in water it produces a contrary effect chapter sixty three satyrion three medicinal properties satyrion erythricon four medicinal properties the greeks give the name of satyrion to a plant with red leaves like those of the lily but smaller not more than three of them making their appearance above ground the stem they say is smooth and bare and a cubit in length and the root double the lower part which is also the larger promoting the conception of male issue the upper or smaller part that of female they distinguish also another kind of satyrion by the name of erythraecon it has seed like that of the vitex only larger smooth and hard the root they say is covered with a red rind and is white within and of a sweetish taste it is mostly found in mountainous districts the root we are told if only held in the hand acts as a powerful aphrodisiac and even more so if it is taken in rough astringent wine it is administered in drink they say to rams and he-goats when inactive and sluggish and the people of sarmatia are in the habit of giving it to their stallions when fatigued with covering a defect to which they give the name of prosedamum the effects of this plant are neutralized by the use of hydromel or lettuces the greeks however give the general name of satyrion to all substances of a stimulating tendency to the crategus for example the theligonon and the aranogonon plants the seed of which bears a resemblance to the testes persons who carry the pith of branches of tithymelos about them are rendered more amorous thereby it is said the statements are really incredible which theophrastus in most cases an author of high authority makes in relation to this subject thus for instance he says that by the contact only of a certain plant a man has been enabled in the sexual congress to repeat his embraces as many as seventy times even the name and genus however of this plant he has omitted to mention chapter sixty four remedies for the gout and diseases of the feet sideritis attached to the body as an amulet reduces varicose veins and effects a painless cure gout used to be an extremely rare disease not in the times of our fathers and grandfathers only but within my own memory even indeed it may justly be considered a foreign complaint for if it had been formerly known in italy it would surely have found a latin name it should however by no means be looked upon as an incurable malady for before now in many instances it has quitted the patient all at once and still more frequently a cure has been effected by proper treatment for the cure of gout roots of panaceas are used mixed with raisins juice of henbane or the seed combined with meal scordium taken in vinegar iberus as already mentioned vervain beaten up with axle grease or root of cyclaminos a decoction of which is good also for chilblains 
as cooling application for gout root of ziphion is used seed of psyllium hemlock with litharge or axle grease and at the first symptoms of red gout or in other words hot gout the plant isum for either kind of gout a rigoron with axle grease is very useful leaves of plantago beaten up with a little salt or argamonia pounded with honey an application of vervain is also a remedial and it is a good plan to soak the feet in a decoction of that plant in water chapter sixty five lapago or malugo one remedy asperugo one remedy lapago is employed also for this disease a plant similar to the anagallus were it not that it is more branchy bristling with a greater number of leaves covered with rugosities full of a more acrid juice and possessed of a powerful smell the kind that resembles anagallus most closely is known as malugo asperugo is a similar plant only with a more prickly leaf the juice of the first is taken daily in doses of one denarius into kyathi of wine chapter sixty six phycos phylacion or seaweed three varieties of it lapa bo aria but it is the phycos phylacion or seaweed more particularly that is so excellent a remedy for the gout it resembles the lettuce in appearance and is used as the basis in dyeing tissues with the purple of the murex used before it becomes dry it is efficacious as a topical application not only for gout but for all diseases of the joints there are three kinds of it one with a broad leaf another with a longer leaf of a reddish hue and a third with a crisp leaf and used in crete for dyeing clothes all these kinds have similar properties and we find nicander prescribing them in wine as an antidote to the venom of serpents even the seed also of the plant which we have spoken of as cilion is useful for the cure of gout it is first steeped in water and one hemina of the seed is then mixed with two spoonfuls of resin of colophon and one spoonful of frankincense leaves of mandragora too are highly esteemed for this purpose beaten up with polenta eleven for swellings of the ankles slime kneaded up with oil is wonderfully useful and for swellings of the joints the juice of the smaller centauri this last being remarkably good also for diseases of the sinews centaurus too is very useful and for pains in the sinews of the shoulder blades shoulders vertebrae and loins an infusion of batoni is taken in drink in the same way as for diseases of the liver sanfoil is applied topically to the joints and a similar use is made of the leaves of mandragora mixed with polenta or else the root beaten up fresh with wild cucumber or boiled in water for chaps upon the toes root of polypodion is used and for diseases of the joints juice of henbane with axle grease amomum with a decoction of the plant centuculus boiled or fresh moss steeped in water and attached to the part till it is quite dry the root too of lapa boaria taken in wine is productive of similar effects a decoction of cyclaminus in water is curative of chilblains and all other affections resulting from cold for chilblains cotyledon is also employed with axle grease leaves of bactrachion and juice of epithymum laudanum mixed with castorium and vervain applied with wine extract corns from the feet chapter sixty seven maladies which attack the whole of the body having now finished the detail of the diseases which are perceptible in individual parts of the body 
we shall proceed to speak of those which attack the whole of the body the following i find mentioned as general remedies in preference to anything else an infusion of dodecathios a plant already described should be taken in drink and then the roots of the several kinds of panaceas and maladies of long-standing more particularly seed too of panaceas should be used for intestinal complaints for all painful affections of the body we find juice of scordium recommended as also that of betony this last taken in a potion is particularly excellent for removing a wan and leaden hue of the skin and for improving its general appearance chapter sixty eight the geranion murus or myrtis three varieties of it six remedies the plant geranion has the additional names of myrus and myrtus it is similar to hemlock in appearance but has a smaller leaf and a shorter stem rounded and of a pleasant taste and odour such at all events is the description given of it by our herbalists but the greeks speak of it as bearing leaves a little whiter than those of the mallow thin downy stems and branches at intervals some two palms in length with small heads at their extremities in the midst of the leaves resembling the bill of a crane there is also another variety of this plant with leaves like those of the anemone but with deeper incisions and a root rounded like an apple sweet and extremely useful and refreshing for invalids when recovering their strength this last would almost seem to be the true geranium for phthisis this plant is taken in the proportion of one drachma to three chiothi of wine twice a day as also for flatulency eaten raw it is productive of similar effects the juice of the root is remedial for diseases of the ear and for opisthotomy the seed is taken in drink in doses of four drachmae with pepper and myrrh juice of plantago taken in drink is curative of phthisis and a decoction of it is equally good for the purpose plantago taken as a food with oil and salt immediately after rising in the morning is extremely refreshing it is prescribed too in cases of atrophy on alternate days petoni is given with honey in the form of an electuary for phthisis in pieces the size of a bean agaric too is taken in doses of two oboli in raisin wine or else daucus with the greater centauri in wine for the cure of phagadina a name given in common to bulimia and to a corrosive kind of ulcer tithamalus is taken in combination with sesame chapter sixty nine the onotherus or oniar three remedies among the various evils by which the whole of the body in common is afflicted that of wakefulness is the most common among the remedies for it we find panaceas mentioned cliamenus and aristolochia the odour of the plant being inhaled and the head rubbed with it i zoom or house leek is beneficial wrapped in black cloth and placed beneath the pillow without the patient being aware of it the onotherus too or oniar taken in wine has certain exhilarating properties it has leaves like those of the almond tree a rose-coloured flower numerous branches and a long root with a vinous smell when dried an infusion of this root has a soothing effect upon wild beasts even for fits of indigestion attended with nausea betony is taken in drink used similarly after the evening meal it facilitates the digestion taken in the proportion of one drachma to three chiothi or oximal it dispels crapulence the same is the case too with agaric taken in warm water after eating 
petonius curative of paralysis it is said the same too with iberus as already stated this last is good too for numbness of the limbs the same being the case with argamonia a plant which disperses those affections which might otherwise necessitate the application of the knife chapter seventy remedies for epilepsy epilepsy is cured by the root of the panaceas which we have spoken of as the heracline taken in drink with sea-calf's rennet the proportions being three parts of panaceas and one of rennet for the same purpose an infusion of plantago is taken or else betony or agaric with oxymel the former in doses of one drachma the latter in doses of three oboli leaves of sanctifoil are taken also in water arca zostis is also curative of epilepsy but it must be taken constantly for a year root of bacar too dried and powdered and taken in warm water in the proportion of three chiathi to one chiathus or coriander centuculus also bruised in vinegar warm water or honey vervain taken in wine hyssop berries three in number pounded and taken in water for sixteen days consecutively possidanum taken in drink with sea calf's rennet in equal proportions leaves of sanctuary bruised in wine and taken for thirty days powdered betony in doses of three denarii with one cyanthus of squill vinegar and an ounce of attic honey as also scamony in the proportion of two oboli to four drachmae of castorium End of section three